Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Trade Show Warriors, welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University. Today we are going to be talking all about social audio. Social audio, what is it, why is it important, and is it really going to be the future of the internet? My guests think so, and on today I have the doctor of digital, Mick Smith, and you are just really going to enjoy this, and it's going to really get your mind going in a lot of directions on how you can use social audio, what is it first, how you can use it, and what it's going to mean for your businesses, for our events, for trade shows, and the future of marketing and communication. Really exciting stuff and some really mind-blowing stuff. So you are in for a great interview today. And make sure, do yourself a favor, please hit subscribe wherever you're at. And also get on our email newsletter. And I've got a free gift for you right now, my top 52 trade show tips. But get over to uh, tradeshowu.biz and sign up right on the homepage. It'll only take a second and it's going to possibly make a big difference for your future events. And if you enjoyed or gotten value out of any of the episodes so far, please share this with a friend. Share Trade Show University. Welcome other people onto campus with us and let's spread the wealth and let's raise all the ships. Let's get everybody doing trade shows better. All right, Trade Show Warriors, you ready? Let's go talk to Mick Smith. Welcome back, everybody. Excited today for this interview as I have on somebody who's going to be talking to us about social audio and, and really helping your brand to, to get out there in new ways. And that is Mick Smith. Mick Smith has a PhD and is a digital marketer, an executive, a podcaster, a voice actor, and a recovering academic. He educates B2B audiences about digital marketing tools that can boost online presence, build connections with prospects and clients, and grow sales. Mick currently resides far from the maddening crowd in Sudden California, enjoying his parents' first new car, a 1957 Buick Special. That's amazing. Hiking... He enjoyed music, reading, and writing. Mick, thank you for joining me on Trade Show University. Say hello to all our event professionals out there. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me on the show today. And understanding from Cleveland, and I said to you, it's my favorite songwriter, Ian Hunter, who wrote the song Cleveland Rocks. And yes, we've <laughs> been to Cleveland, and I love it. It is. It's a great city, and it does rock. It does rock. The Rock Hall is here for a reason, and it's it's an amazing place if you haven't been there yet. And if, if the music is your passion, it's a great place to be. I so, love it. So let's talk about uh, a term that I don't hear all that often, and that is social audio. Give Give everyone an idea of what is social audio. Sure, and I'll go out on a limb here. I'm even going to 
go a little bit further than that. I'm just going to say the internet is audio. It's all going to be audio. So my podcast, the Dr. Digital Podcast, concentrates on that because I deal with B2B or CEOs, small businesses who are interested in growing their business with social audio. So you can think about podcasting. That's an obvious one, but there's also kinds of things that on mobile devices, on Alexa, on all the things that people are using audio for, because let's face it, I mean, how many people want to sit down at a keyboard and type? Well, you know, most of us have voices you know, yeah. with audio. So searches are done by audio. And the way that people are interacting with the internet is through this machine talking back and forth to us. So what I'm saying is with social audio, there's also now another channel for a lot of businesses to grow because they've heard about Google, they've heard about Facebook or what have you. But here's another angle on the social media and that's social audio. And so this is what I am trying to really concentrate on my podcast, but then also assist businesses and organizations with this. So for, for a business to utilize social audio, obviously, like you said, podcasting is at the top of everyone's mind. We've got to start a podcast. New ones come up all the time. And it is, it's a great way for a company to possibly brand itself if done right. What, what are the steps that a company should take? to kind of decide which channels do I go down? What, what are my options to me? And, and how, do you, how, how do you take a client through, through that process? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So a discovery process, and I'd say, you know, build a relationship, you know, so I'm a little old fashioned, you know, I believe in networking and, you know, pressing the flesh and talking to people and interacting and, and what have you. So during the discovery process, what we're finding out is building a relationship and seeing what the business is all about, first of all. So find out what has worked with a business, what doesn't work, where they think some of their difficulties have been, and also looking at the competitors. So like one of the things I do is I just offer a free competitive analysis for a lot of companies. Let's see how your website is working in relationship to others, because sometimes people are thinking, well, how come, you know, my competitor down the street's getting all my business? Well, let's look at your website. And that's kind of the basis of where you want to start things. Like, so a lot of people might have put out a website back some years ago or done the easier ones. And you find out that Google is going to penalize you for that because they have a quality score and they're going to rank and certain things are not there. And the technical side of it has to be watched all the time. So I'll have a person who will say, you know, I was first page on Google and then I look today and I'm on page 20. What happened? Well, you know, it's a dynamic field and you really have to have somebody on there all the time. So the discovery process is let's figure out what your business is and answer the question of the channels. Definitely it's multi-channel, but I don't know about you, but I've only got 24 hours in a day. I can't do everything <laughs> for every, every place. And I don't recommend that, but I think people can often find out in terms of their demographics. Are people that your potential business people, your clients or your customers, are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on LinkedIn? So you should have some sense of that and then concentrate on the two or three or several channels that are really your vehicle to get to the people where you find them. And part of that is the discovery process as well, too, because there's all kinds of tools out there that we can see. 
how your website is working, how your Facebook ads are running, Google ads and what have you. And then we start to put together a picture of your business. So I always think of it as kind of the strategic advisor. And I also think that for a lot of small businesses, this is what I find. It's kind of the idea of you're, it's lonely at the top, right? Mm -hmm. This is your baby. This is your business. But who do you talk to? Who do you trust? Who can you go for an outside consultant to say, here, let me show you how social media or social audio works and how it can enhance and how it can improve your business. So if I say a widget maker, right? Okay, just a, a nondescript widget maker. Yep. The widget maker knows how to manufacture widgets. The widget maker knows how to hire people to make the widgets, how to sell them, how to repair them, all of those aspects. But they don't necessarily know how to get that good product out there to the potential customers and clients. And that's where I come in. So I'm a consultant and also trying to take that business to the next level. On the podcasting angle, I've also then put together a course, a 29-module course on how to start a podcast or take it to the next level. Because it's a low barrier of entry. And this is what I think, well, why isn't everybody podcasting, right? It's like, <laughs> most, most people have a voice, right? So, right. I mean, you know, right away, it's kind of low barrier of entry. There's ways of getting into it that are much easier than some other fields. So I think it's also an advantage for a lot of co companies to, frankly, just start a podcast and start talking about what they do. And, you know, there's another advantage of, podcasting in general, just like social audio. It's out there and it stays out there. If I was going to put up a billboard, that billboard's going to be up. I'm going to pay for a month or whatever it is, and then it goes away. Well, you know, podcasting is forever. I mean, if you put your message out there, it lives on iHeart and Spotify and all kinds of places, and it's going to be having a return 24-7, 365. It's a great point about the longevity of, of audio. And something you, that, as you were talking, the light bulb went off in my head. As you were talking about social audio, they started talking about social media. And you were talking about a lot of the traditional, what I think of traditional social media channels, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, the Instagram. And, I'm, and then I, I started thinking about what are they all doing? They're all adding podcasting. They're all adding clubhouse style live audio right. components to it. So, so social media is becoming social audio. Wow, that is that's for me light bulb moment. For maybe a lot of our listeners, maybe not, but for me that was that was huge. That's why I said in there earlier, I'm going out on the limb. I'm going to say the internet is going to be social audio because everything is moving that way. And that's an excellent point. It's one of my podcast episodes. I started seeing this like, wait a minute, let's, what's going on with this phenomenon? LinkedIn is going to do a podcast type thing. You know, Twitter has a podcast type aspect to it. So yes, all of these other social media giants have realized, yeah, this is social audio and they're moving in that direction. So you know, the technology buzzword is convergence. I mean, sure, there's a convergence that's going on because they see how powerful social audio is. Yeah, and you brought up what I think is, is the key point in this whole discovery phase. So for all the listeners, you're trying to go through this on your own. It's a great place to start is where is your audience? Maybe they're not on Instagram and you're spending tons of time and energy you know, pumping Instagram posts out that, and, and videos and, and that's not where your audience is. Where is your audience? Figure that out. And now how do you integrate that social component or that audio component into that? Should uh, We talked a little bit about podcasting, but 
why would a company consider podcasting? I mean, I know why I why I like it, and you obviously know why you. But why why should a company consider it if they're not? Well, I think there's a, a number of factors in there, and I go to the expertise, right? So again, I'll go back to you know the generic widget maker, whatever it is that you're doing, you are an expert. And why do people listen to podcasts in the first place? They're learning something, right? So they watch YouTube videos to learn. They listen to podcasts to learn. Well, whatever your field is, see, you're the expert, you know? So whatever that is, you can pump out that information. Here are my products. Here are my services. This is what I do. And there are some collateral benefits to this as well, too. When you're saying these things as a company expert, as a person who knows your field, you're also doing other things, which is educating potential clients and customers. You're also attracting people to that field. So I'll give you all kinds of off the wall things that you never would have thought of. A good buddy of mine is in the water business, basically, and he deals with townships. He's saying there's a huge problem everybody is leaving the industry, right? So they're getting older and they don't have people to replace them. Hmm. Well, that expertise, as I always say, as a business owner and I've seen as a manager and an executive, I said, you're leaving that brain knowledge to walk out the door. Like what happens to all that? You know, here are people who have been working 10, 15, 20, 30 years. They are experts in their field. However, if they had a podcast, they would start getting that knowledge to turn it over to the next person. So a lot of young people, they say, wouldn't necessarily know what field they get into or what they would like. However, if they're listening to a podcast, they go, this is kind of an interesting field. And, you know, yeah, by the way, here's a job that I can have for the next 30 years. I mean, kind of talk about stability. Well, that's what a lot of, I think, a lot of company owners should and could be doing by starting a podcast. You're attracting people to the field. You're putting knowledge out there that you can't get any other way because it's not like you can go for all these fields and go to college and learn them. No, people have the expertise and you don't want to lose that. So I'm saying there's a lot of fields where people are going to be leaving. Jobs are going to be opening up because it's a turnover in the generation. And now you have somebody who has all this expertise, get it out there and you're starting to attract person to that field. Wow, that's absolutely brilliant. I love that insight, especially now where companies are, if they're not, they should be thinking about how do we retain our client, our employees? How do we attract new employees? Because as, we, as we've seen through this, the great resignation, everything that we're going through, yeah. there's help wanted signs everywhere. There's staffing issues everywhere. Mm-hmm. I travel a lot. And there's, there's gift shops that are closed and restaurants that are closed. And it takes longer to go through TSA because they're understaffed and the airlines are understaffed. Everyone's understaffed. Everyone is looking for help. And so as a company, if you have good employees, you've got to do everything you can to hold on to them. Or like you said, if they're getting ready to retire, how do we hold on to their knowledge so that we can attract that next generation of up and coming brilliant people to replace this and absorb this knowledge and create new tribal knowledge. Wow. And I never thought as podcasting as something that could be a vehicle to, to creating that. That's just awesome. Love that. Yeah. And it's, that's what I'm saying. When you think about it, look at how people learn, you know, if you don't know how to do something, 
what do a lot of people do? They go to YouTube, right? And they go, well, there's a YouTube yep. video for this. Well, <laughs> for a company and that knowledge that they have, rather than it going, walking out the door. So I, as a manager, I always thought, well, if I've got one position, I'm always looking for my current staff or hiring somebody. It was always the two for one. So in other words, for whatever one position I had, I kept trying to find two potential people because you never know if that person is going to walk out the door. But especially it's critical because knowledge is walking out the door, especially for the experience and long-term employees. And this is one way to capture it, just like YouTube has. But in a podcast, you're starting to say that knowledge isn't going to go anywhere. You know, that person retires and they maybe have 100 episodes on a podcast. Well, there it is. There's the knowledge that the next person walking into the job or the person who is ambitious in the company says, well, I want to learn more about that aspect of the business. And yes, you're growing into them. And so as a manager and as a business owner, say you're always looking for those people. Who's the person who is really adamant about learning something and growing with the company? And I think that's what a company can offer its employees, knowledge. Outstanding. And I think, and the same goes for my listeners who are in the events and the trade show industry, you can do the same thing for your for your large events and you have the people that have been running those events and running those events now they go on to the next chapter of their life or their career and you may have lost someone with a lot of tribal knowledge about that industry about about the attendees that are coming the people that you're serving so you could use uh, podcasting in the exact same way absolutely love this this is a and this has taken a, a turn that i wasn't expecting so this is really really powerful I want to go back to a couple of things you, you mentioned earlier, early on, which is in the social audio space, <clears throat> the voice recognition, the speaking just to, to our phones, the talk to text, all that stuff. And now, you know, you're in a car, it'll speak your text to you. So you don't have to, you don't have to go to your phone. So for a lot of these tools, and you mentioned Alexa, because that's something Alexa, Google home, all of those, those devices that bring you information in audio format. How do companies, are there resources out there? How, how do companies find out about utilizing those kind of, those kind of tools? Yeah, that's a, that's not a really good question because it, it's going from zero and ramping up really quickly. So yeah. if I could put my ad on Alexa or somewhere else, and I'll give you an example, people familiar with the YouTube, right? So mm -hmm watching a video and you go from video to video and there's ads that are running well okay if i had a company and i was having an audio interaction with alexa well how would you like to have your ad run there as a person is looking for something so i'm looking for again the widget example i'm looking for mm -hmm. a widget and before I get there, Alexa says, well, you know, Acme Widget Company, and it's, it ties in. So there is a way of while you're searching, just like on social media, you have an ad will run telling a person, like, if you're looking for this and searching for it, here is a company. So what a great place for a company to have their ad while the person is searching. And it's going to pop up again, just like on Google or Facebook or what have you, while you are searching, you see the targeted and sponsored ads. You can do the same thing on audio. So yes, there are some companies that are moving into that area and starting to say, we could be running ads while the person is searching audio, which is Alexa and what have you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this has just been outstanding and, and, 
eye-opening for me. There's so many avenues that the companies can go down. There's so many new opportunities in this whole social audio space. And that is that's refreshing and it's exciting to see what is going to happen next and but it's the companies that that react that react first so so what would be and i think i I may if i already asked this my apologies what would be like the first couple steps that someone that the company should do to figure out what what which avenue should we go down yeah, I think it's it's usually that person where I said it's it's the consultant from the outside. In other words, I come into okay. a company and I'm fresh to it. You know, I, you know, so and I say this from a writer writer's perspective. So having taught writing and writing some, what I always tell people is to say, when you've written something, read it backwards. I go, what are you talking? How can you do that? I go, well, the problem with seeing things just like as a business owner, you're seeing it the same way every single day. What you need to do is try to get fresh eyes on that. And one of the ways that you can, when you write is to go backwards. So don't read it from the front to the, from the top to the bottom, read it from the bottom to the top, reverse that. Well, this is what the outside person is doing. They're going to see it with completely fresh eyes and they're trying to address the needs of the business, the better that they understand them, as long as you've got that relationship with them, but they don't see it the same way because a business owner, when you're talking to them, generally they're frustrated with the same things. They say things like, I don't understand how come, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Why is my competitor hat? Well, I'm telling you why. So <laughs> I'm seeing it and I'm seeing it from the outside, which is the advantage. That's where the consultancy comes in because you're not seeing it the same way for the last 20 years or however long the business has been around. You're seeing it with fresh eyes. And so somehow getting insight from the outside perspective is really valuable because it shows a business owner some of the things that they see because they're blind to it because they're too close. So it's the idea of you can't see the forest through the trees. You're, you've got it right in front of you and there it is. And I'm, sometimes you can point out things that, well, gee, it's kind of obvious, you know. <laughs> Your competitor is a much better website. I mean, you know, nothing. don't take it personal, but I mean, that's a great website your competitor has. So yeah, I'm going to buy there, you know? So sometimes that's all it is. It's fairly yeah. simple. Okay, fantastic. Well, you've brought so much great insights and, and stuff for people to think about in, in the whole area of social audio. Thinking about going outside, bringing in those fresh eyes to to really put that spotlight on where do you have opportunities and where maybe do you need to patch some holes <laughs> as, as it, uh, when you're looking compared to your competitors, having that multi-channel approach and really where are your customers? And, and obviously you gave such a such a strong, strong case for podcasting. So that is just outstanding. So as we, as we wrap up here, what would be top uh, one or two takeaways you have for listeners today from everything that we've talked about? Yeah, and I think that it's one of the things I'd add to just build on that a little bit. A lot of work or what we do is a persona research. So, you know, to answer the questions of how do you market? Well, well, you develop a persona. So I'll give you an example. I work with a private school. And I said, well, who are the people attracted to this? What do they like? And you go to the extent of one of the things that work with companies, they said, you, you name that person, right? So it's mm-hmm. a fictitious name, but then you start putting in all the demographic aspects that you can. So male, female, young, old, undereducated, overeducated, 
you know, all the characteristics. So you say, well, when you're marketing, well, you want to develop a persona because you're wasting money going after people that have no interest in your business. But the way to get them is to develop a persona. And that's what I'd say. The outside person will see this and I'd say you don't want to necessarily try to take away to get every single channel. There's way too many. So people say, well, should I be on TikTok? Because that's the hot new thing. Well, you know, maybe. I don't know. I mean, right. is that what people are? So, yeah, TikTok is a hot area, but that's not necessarily your demographic because you figure out what each one is. So LinkedIn is more of your professional, your business related types of individuals. Facebook is still kind of ubiquitous, although, you know, people have said it's kind of dying, but yes, there's, it's got penetration in virtually every area. Mm -hmm. So looking at the channels that can be defined for a particular business. And those are the kinds of things that we had worked with people to see and to flesh that out, figure out what their, their business is. And that's why I always say competitive analysis. I always do them free because who are your competitors? You know, I don't know your business. I don't know who your competitors are, but I can start to see what advantages they have. And there's ways of knowing that you can improve your business by seeing the good things that your competitors are doing. So I think those, those might be some of the summary of it, takeaways. Fantastic. Powerful, powerful stuff. Everyone probably should listen to this whole episode one more time and share it. Share this out with others because there's great, great stuff here. So Mick, if people wanted to reach out, they wanted to find out more about you and, and you mentioned this complimentary website analysis versus competitors, what sure. is the best way for them to do that? Sure. They can get a hold of me. Just email me directly. That's Mick as in Jagger, except he makes more money, mick.smith at wsiworld.com. That's mick.smith at wsiworld.com. If they want to get a hold of me directly, sure, 619-389-336s, 619-389-336s. And then also you listen to the Doctor of Digital podcast where I'm talking about these and other issues that are related to it all the time. Fantastic. And I will drop all of the contact information into the show notes and a link to your amazing podcast. We really appreciate that. Mick, thank you so much for coming on, sharing so much about, about podcasting, about social audio, and really what is what is happening and how we need to really embrace this, this I guess, for me, new area, <laughs> new area of, of doing business. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate the opportunity. Cleveland rocks. Go Ian Hunter. <laughs> yes. Love it. Love it. And everyone continue to come back here to campus each week. Trade show you keep learning, keep binging, but keep getting better. It's all about getting better results every single week. So we'll see you here on campus next time at trade show you.